Good morning, today's Dab is Dab Chop Dalad. Today's Shir is Le'ilu Nishmas Chana Sarah Bas Chaim Yitzchak and Chaya Shulamis Sarah Meira Bas Chaim. May the Neshomas have an Ali and may the memory be a blessing. It's also for a full Shleima of Dov Ber Ben Yochever Ella. May you have a complete and speedy recovery. Okay, so we're going to go from the second last. Um, we're going to go from the bottom of Chof Gimel and Mubay's 23b, second last line. Now, just to get us back into what we're discussing, so the first Mishnah mentioned, well, they mentioned four types of Nadorim that don't even take effect. It's like, uh, it's viewed as regular talking, and we're going to see another one today, but the first one that the Mishnah discussed was Nidrei Ziruzin. A neder to motivate someone, to drive someone. We said the case that the Mishnah discussed was two people bargaining. So one person says, I take a neder if I sell this for less than three, less than four. And the other one says, I take a neder if I sell it for more than two. He said that they're really just trying to motivate each other because in his mind, what's he trying to do? Just sell it at three. Just if he wants to push the and sell it at three. So, um, So, so that's the case over there with Nidrei Zeruzin. Then Rabbi Yelezer ben Yaakov came along and he said, even in a case where someone's clearly taking the neder to pressurize their friend as an invitation, that also counts as Nidrei Zeruzin. And therefore he wouldn't need to get it annulled that it wouldn't take effect. The, the difference, and this is the important thing to be aware of, is with the, with the, with the traders... The guys bargaining, their minds clearly um, clearly from the outset not in line with what they say. He says, I'm not, I don't want to sell it and I'll take an edit if I sell it for less than four. But he's thinking, I just want to get three out of this guy. And therefore, his, what he's saying and what he's thinking are different. However, when it comes to Nidre, the Nidre Zerusin of Rebeleza ben Yaakov, there he's saying what he wants. He wants his friend to come for lunch. question is, he's not really saying it as a netter. Take a netter, you can never ever come eat at me, or the other way around, I'll take a netter, I'll never ever eat from you unless you come for lunch this Shabbos. So, I mean, that's what he's saying, and that's, he wants his friend to come for lunch. Rebeleza ben Yaakov is saying, but clearly he's just doing it to pressurize his friend, to show his friend how much it means to him. And therefore, it's not a valid error. So therefore, the Gemara says, a boiler who figure up on a letter of Eliezer ben Yaakov or law. Do the Rabbanon argue on Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov or not? I, if you take a netter that's to motivate someone to accept your invitation, does that count as a netter or not? The intent is a little and if you do say that, they argue, is the halacha like him or not? Um, just before going to the sukkah, it's just interesting where there's a teaching, I don't remember where, but it says all the teachings of Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov are kavanoki. The teachings of Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov are, uh, it's, oh, it's in Yavamas Daf Samach, they're few and they're literally clean, they're perfect. I know why I'm saying that we follow Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. So what do you mean here? What does the Gemara ask? Is the halacha like Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov? So the few answers, um, um, Tosla's give an interesting one. He says, okay, that's in a normal case. 
But here, the Rabbonin actually make more sense. So maybe where the rabbis make more sense, that's also a bit of a problem. When the rabbis make more sense, then maybe we should follow them over Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. Uh, what are some of the other reasons brought? He says, sometimes we do, the, the Rosh says sometimes, sorry, that was the Rosh. Sometimes we do find that they Paskin um, not like him. Some uh, some bring interest. This is a few interesting answers why uh, we don't pass in like Revelation Ben Yaakov. Some say uh, it's, it's a general rule, not a specific, not a blanket rule. An interesting one is Kav, we said are measured. It's a strange way of saying they're few and uh, perfect. So, and they say that Kuf, it's, a, it's the Gematria's Kuf Bay is 102. They're telling us that there are 102 and two teachings that we pass in like Revelation Ben Yaakov, but in other cases, we don't necessarily. Okay, so either way, it's a question. Do the Rabbonin argue on Revelation of Yaakov? And if they do argue, do we pass it? Like him on the Rabbonin. So Toshma come in here tonight. As we learned in the Mishnah, I take a neder that I won't get benefit from you. If you don't accept this gift of uh, some wheat and wine for your son. He's able to annul his neder without even going to a sage. And the neder doesn't take effect. Again, here, I say to you, take, accept this as a gift for your child. It's a game. It's a way of helping out your friend or giving a gift to your friend as you give a gift to their children. So that's, so that's what's going on. Yeah? And he says, I take a neder if you don't accept it. And he says, but that guy can negate it himself. He says, why should The friend says, you know, why are you giving the gift to my children? For my honor. He says, well, me refusing the gift is for my honor. The Ran explains why. Sometimes being able to refuse a gift is actually a sign of uh, prestige and self-sufficiency and report and uh, um, and says, hey, so that's and, there, and there's a principle, soine matonis one who hates gifts will live. Um, it's a, it's a uh, teaching in Avos. So, so what's he saying? He's saying the purpose of your neder is to give me honor. That's why you want to give this gift to my children. Well, for my honor, it's, uh, I'm going to refuse the gift, and that is for my honor. So in a way, it's saying you're fulfilling your neder. Your neder is not really... Again, it's the words you used is, I take a neder, I accept this gift. But the motivation of the gift is for his honor, for his friend's honor. So his friend refusing the gift and allowing him to refuse the gift is uh, his friend's honor. So you're achieving your your goal with the gift, which is what the net is about. Um, Just interestingly, a few points that come up here. One is, uh, the Rand points out, it makes a difference who's supporting these children. Because if if the father's supporting them, okay, then it's a gift to the father for his children. And then the father can say, look, you know, uh, I refuse the gift, thank you. We're very touched. And thank you, but no thanks. But if it's the children are self-sufficient, or, well, self-sufficient, they're looking after themselves, the father, they're not still staying at home and being supported by the father, then how can the father say, you know, it's for me, I'm not going to uh, accept the gift. It's, the gift is really for them. They're the ones who receive the benefit, etc. Um, 
So then, the, so now the Gemara points out. So now, what what are we trying to prove? That this is an argument on the Rabbanon. It says, "Time at Amar Zehu Kavodi." We said, "What's the reason this neder is doesn't take effect and it's not binding?" Is because the friend said, "This is my honor. Me refusing the gift is my honor." Implying that if he didn't come up with this condition, and for whatever other reason he didn't accept the gift, the neder would be binding. Now, Moni, who's the author? If you're going to tell me it's Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, it's Nidra Yisruzin. Why? Again, anytime you're trying to pressurize your friend into an invitation to take a gift, and you take a neder, according to Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, that's always just to push them to accept it, to show them how much it means to you. It's Nidra Yisruzin. Ella, love, and must be Rabbonin. We see that the Rabbonin argue on him. So again, what's the proof? By the fact, in this case, where he's trying to, he takes an edit to pressurize his friend into accepting the gift. We said, if the friend has it, says, look, you're trying to honor me? By me not accepting the gift, that's my honor. So it's implying that if he doesn't have that last clause, you know, me not accepting the gift is my honor, then that it would be binding. Can't be Rebbe Yaakov, we see the Rabbanon argue. So Moses says, no, I'm actually, Rebbe Yaakov, you can fit it in with Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, and why did Rebbe Lezben Yaakov, behind Nidara have it? Um, he agrees that in this case it is a neder. Because it's very reasonable what the friend is saying. Uh, there's good grounds why the friends would want to pressurize him into accepting him. Why? I don't want to be a dog that I benefit from you and you don't benefit from me. I dogs, uh, dogs always take. They come, they get food, and they run away. I think it's, I mean, pets you can debate, but especially stray dogs, yeah, they come, they get food, and they run away. Yeah, so maybe, but I'm saying even, even so, it's the nature of dogs to just take and just eat, and uh, not uh, contribute and What's not give back. One second, one second, and then, um, so he says, I don't want to have the relationship that I'm like the dog, that I'm accepting things and you're not accepting from me. So what are we saying? The grounds for this neder are very reasonable. That's what we're saying. So Rebbe Lezben Yaakov might agree. You're right, in the case of a normal invitation, says, please come to me for Shabbos lunch. Please take a neder that you have to come. I'll take a neder that you must come, whatever, whatever the exact scenario. And that's motivational. But here there's good grounds. And he says, look, I want you to accept this gift. And if you, you have to accept it. Otherwise, it's you always giving me and I'm never giving you. I'm the taker. I'm, I don't want to be like a dog who just takes. So his nether is very reasonable, and it's reasonable that he would make such a nether, and therefore you can't say that it's just a motivational nether anymore. So what did you want to ask? Is Tosius Is that Tosius? No. So they're very... Remember, the the Tosius was almost like a whole movement. Yeah. started with Rabbeinu Tam, his yeshiva, and that style of learning, and the, the, the Tosius, it's actually plural, they uh, span over about two, three centuries. Maybe two. Um, and they start with uh, Rabbi Nutam, and with uh, the Rosh. Mentioned him a few times. And there are many different collections. You have uh, Tosas Harosh, his collection of Tosas. You have Tosas Rabbeinu Peretz, his collection. And, and uh, Tosas Yishadim is even Tosas. What's Tosas? The safe called Tosas Chachme Anglia, the English ballet Tosas. I mean, you can imagine. To, uh, the Baletosis, he lived in England in the 1200s, 1300s. Um, but that's, so, so that's the Baletosis, 
1100. Um, so that's the, the, the Tossos is that whole collection. Interesting enough, when the Tossos on our page are generally one of the ballet Tossos. So you, there's always a question, who edited, like who's the compiler of these Tossos? Even like the Roche, when he puts together his Tossos, or Tossos Rabbeinu Peretz is another popular one. When they put together their Tossos, you know, they're collecting the questions that have been going through the yeshiva. This is what the late Rosh Hashiva, Rabbeinu Tam, used to explain it. So they'll record, oh, Rabbeinu Tam used to ask, and he said like this, but the re-challenge, the, the re, Rabbeinu Tam is one of Rabbeinu Tam's main time, was never happy with this because of the following reasons, and he answers. So, so, so even, the, so the Baletosis, you can so see the, that it's collaborative. even not but... Um, very often. When you find two Tosos, yeah, when you find two Tosos, if you find a Rashi in one Masechta that argues with a Rashi in another Masechta, a little bit problematic, because which, which one's Rashi saying? Did he retract? Or which of those who find how they're not arguing about, you know, but Rashi. But when it's Tosos saying one thing and another Tosos elsewhere saying another thing, it's not so problematic. It could be that's Rabbeinu Tam's Psak and that's the Riz Psak, or that's... Uh, Sarah and Kutsi, there there were hundreds of Malay Tosos. Uh, and again, we just have the. Uh, so, 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 so Tosos Yashanim is one of the collections of uh, Tosos. You'll notice sometimes actually it's, it's very beneficial to have because you can look at the, two, the language of Tosos that we generally have in the Masech on the page. This one seems a bit more, a little bit more of a commentary than the normal Tosos. It's often very difficult to read, like it's very terse. Especially if you can't read the If you can't read the writing in trouble. It's so small. Yeah. So, 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 but it's also, so never mind the challenges of uh, the literal reading of it, but uh, even the, the, it's very terse. So sometimes you'll read the question and you won't understand it. So you go look in Tosos Harosh and he'll say, you'll ask the question and he'll phrase it differently. And then you'll be like, ah. Now I see what now I see what my Tosos is asking. But okay, so, so it's your Tosos. It's a whole interesting study. Uh, the, the, the Tosos, it's the, the, the Tosos, you know, who edited it, why is it like this, which ones did they put in the Masechta, um, all that. And then also, like, it's, uh, it's the, the, the father of Ashkenazi. So the Rosh is, the Rosh is also Tosos, or not? Yeah, the Rosh. Ah, okay, so this is Interesting, like we found the Rosh in a few roles. I mean, he was from the last of the Balei Tosos. So there is a collection of his words called Tosos Arosh, and that is, again, very similar to any other Tosos. And in the style, asking the questions, answering, resolving contradictions between the sugiyas. Again, quote, um, very similar to Atosos. It's actually sometimes a bit easier than Atosos on our page. And just the way he phrases the questions, sometimes a bit more elaborate in the answer. But that's a rush. We also find the rush in the back of the Gemara as, the, as a halachic summary. He goes into what's the halacha, like the Rishonim who discuss what's the halacha, there's that rush. Again, Atosos' goal is, it's not against halacha, but it's to understand the suvian shastipa. Through that you can work out the halacha, but that's his goal. And we get a lot of halacha from Tosos. Um, but the rosh, the rosh is, you know, to compare, do we go like the Rambam, do we go like the Rosh, which makes no sense. How should we, you know, has it changed over time? I mean, I mean, he was a Rishon, so that's already going on about, he was probably about 800 years ago, but in his time he was a good few hundred years after Shas, so which, what's the Mina, you know? So that's the Rosh as Halacha. And here we have the Rosh as a running commentary, almost like a Rashi. The Rosh we have on our Dakyat, and that's also interesting. Okay. Toshma. So coming here, so again, we're trying to work out does Rebbe, do the Rabbonin argue on Rebbe Lezbena Yaakov that an invit, a neder pushing for an invitation, pushing for a gift, pushing for that sort of. Uh, 
you know, to like, almost a netter to build friendship, you can call it that. Is that nidra? Is it ruzin or is it a real netter? So that's the the argument. If someone says, I take a netter that you can't get benefit from me unless you give this gift to my son. So the previous one was I want you to the previous case was I want you to accept this gift for your child. Now he's saying, I want you to give a gift to my child. My son needs help. And I want you to give him a gift. Says Rabbi Meir, Omer, Osur, Ajit, and Rabbi Meir says it's Osur. Either Neder takes effect; he's not allowed to get benefit until he gives the gift. No, even in this case, he the, he doesn't need to get the chacham to annul it because he can say it's as if I received it. I I come along and I tell you, you know what? I'm taking a Neder against you unless you give this gift to my son. Now, unless you give this gift to my son. Yeah. And then I can say, you know what? It says, if he's received the gift. And we know, just as basically the, me- the mechanics here are, just as you can give me a gift and I can retract and give it back. So, so too, he can do that with this netter that he's trying to force his friend to give his sons a gift. But now for us, the important point here is this time at Omar Harani The reason here it's the netter doesn't take effect is because he can say, it says, if I receive the gift, but if not for this, it's, it would be a netter. Now money, who's the author that says it would be a good netter? Or who's the sage? It's a motivational netter, which we know anytime you're trying to pressurize someone into Kind of like, I guess, do something. It's uh, it's an interesting reason when it's along the lines of the invitation, a gift, etc. So Elalai, Rabbanan, or Kligi, it must be Rabbanan, and we see that they do argue on Rabbi Yaakov. They say it is a good letter again, unless he puts it before. You know what? Let's treat it as if I've received the gift. So the Gemara answers, Lola Oilam, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, he or Moedja Rabbi Eliezer Bahai. It actually fits in with Rabbi Lezbe Yaakov. And Rabbi Lezbe Yaakov agrees that here is a tzenedr because he can say to him, Look, I'm not a king that I just have to give to you. And therefore, it's very reasonable when you're trying to pressurize your friend into giving your children a gift and he takes a netter, Rabbi Lezbe Yaakov says, Okay, it's a reasonable... There's a reasonable chance that it's a netter. It's not just a nidre zirusin. So even Rebbe Lezben Yaakov will agree in this case. Um, yeah, there are a few interesting things. That one is, can you can you always say, well, it's as if I've given it. What happens if I say, so if I take the netter, if you don't give my sons a gift, well, then I can change and say, you know what? It's as if you've, he doesn't need it anymore. It's as if you've given the gift. And that's the same as if you give the gift and return it. Again, if I take an error against, again, if you don't give a gift and then you give the gift, and then a few minutes later he comes and he gives it back, you fulfilled the error, you gave the gift. Well, so too, I say, I've received it. Treat it as if I've received it. So again, you didn't literally pass it to me and then I give it back, but it's as if um, you did that. Then, um, what happens if I take the netter on the negative? I, if you don't go to visit my children, I'm taking a letter against you. Can you say, it's as if you visited them? 
um, on the negative. And the run, the run, I mean, he brings both opinions, but he leans to say that it's from, the, he says from the Rashba, Dafka Bekiel Masa Shaykh Lameimar, or specifically where it's to fulfill an action that you can say, Hareini Keilu Hiskabalti, it's as if I received it. Again, because just as you can retract, if you do receive it, you can return it, so to here, you're able to say it. Um, to say that. It says, Aval the Bittel Masa. But to cancel on the negative, to cancel an action, says, my assets are forbidden to you if you don't go to such and such a place. Then it's not relevant. You can't say, it's as if you didn't go. It's impossible to phrase it like that. So therefore the Rashba is... Uh, Argues on um, makes that distinction, but others are not uh, don't necessarily make that distinction. Well, you know, this sugya they bring in the discussion of. Uh, now let, let's go on. It says Omar le Markeshisha Markeshisha a braid Rav Chizda said to Ravashi Travashi. Toshma, come, I'll try and answer our question. Okay, now issue is, do the Rabbonin argue on Rebbe Lezeb and Yaakov? Or do they agree with him? And if they do argue, what's our law? He says, Toshma, Nidre Oinsim, Ediru. What is a Nidre Oinsim? Now this is coming up. Again, remember we mentioned four types of the Dorim in the, in the Mishnah that don't take effect. We're discussing Nidre Ziruzim, but one of those mentioned that we will discuss is Nidre Oinsim, a Neder by force. Now what is the case? Someone that made a letter against his friend if he does not keep the invitation. I, here's the invitation to, to a Shabbos lunch and I take a letter against you and my property is also for you, whatever the exact is, if you don't come for lunch. So that's the letter. He got sick or his son got sick. Or uh, there was flat, a river flooded, so he couldn't get there. But what do we see? So those are all out of his control. But but that implies, unless there's this oines, it's a valid neder. Now, again, we're going to see, well, just before we sit inside, we're going to say the same thing. Um, we see that if he says, if you don't come to the meal, um, I'm taking a nether against you. He's let off the nether if it's if he doesn't make it because of oines, implying that in a normal scenario the nether takes effect. Now again, is that not just a nether to motivate his friend to make sure to be there? She says, "Oh, labhachi nether." He says, "Money." He Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov ziruzin havei elalav rabbanon ukrige. If not for this, it's a nether. And who's the author? If you want to tell me that it's Rebbelezim and Yaakov, well, it's a Nidrei Zeruzim. Elalav Rabbonon Upligi, it must be the Rabbonon who are, and they argue on Rebbelezim and Yaakov. So it's not, Lo'olam Rebbelezim and Yaakov. Actually, it's Rebbelezim and Yaakov. Umi Sovart, the Adre Mezamne Lezmina. Do you think that it's the one who, the inviter who took the netter against the one who received the invitation? Loi, it's the Zimna Adre Mezamne. It's the invited one. Telling the one who made the, who invited him to take the nether. The Omale says to him, You invited me to your 
meal or invite me for Shabbos lunch. It says, Omala in, yes. It says, then this nere should be on you. I, this nere will be on you. That you, um, that you forbid me from getting hano if I don't come to the party you invited me to. Again, it's not, it's not the person saying, I take a nere that you must come for Shabbos lunch, which is what we originally think. Or if you don't keep this invitation, I'm banning you from the property. It's the other way around. It's he's saying, I take a nere that I will be there. And you're not. If I'm not there, you enforce a nere on me that I won't get benefit. So in that case, um, in and the friend says, Yeah, this is a good neder. And therefore, the host makes the neder. And then he or his son is sick. Or a river prevents him from getting there. Flooding river. This is Nidra Oinsen. But again, it's definitely not a Nidra's reason because he. Why did, why did the host make the neder? On his friend says, I'm definitely going to be at lunch. You know what? Make a netter against me if I don't make it for lunch. Now, who's, who's pushing the netter? The one the visitor, the one who's received the invitation. So you can't say that... Uh, um, you can't say that the netter, that he's motivated. It's not the guy, please come for lunch, I'll make you take a netter. That you can say, oh, he's trying to motivate his friend. It's the guy himself saying... Take a letter against me, I'll definitely be there. So, Kant has Nidra's reason. Just in, I just left off an important point I wanted to just highlight. If you notice, when in the previous discussion, was the person we said a reasonable letter is, I don't want to be the taker in, the, in this uh, friendship because then I'm like a dog. And then also reasonable, says, look, I'm not like a king that can just give. We see that a taker, someone who just takes, is compared to a dog. That someone who just gives is a very kingly behavior, which I mean, we're not used to thinking of that when we think of governments and kings, we think of uh, takers. But, but, but if you think about it, that's, I mean, the ultimate expression of kingship is Hashem. And Hashem doesn't receive anything. Hashem doesn't need anything. So this whole world and all the bounty and the beauty and the amazing opportunities and the mitzvah and the Torahs that we can learn is all a gift from Hashem. That's the king's thing is to give. And, and, and really that is the mindset of a king. It should be, he's not a standalone individual that's there, I guess, almost caught up in the competition with the rest of society. He's got to be above that. <coughs> and his role is to be there to, what's it, to promote and develop and encourage, or promote and encourage development and improvement of his kingdom, of his subjects. It is about uh, giving. And that's, that's just something interesting to think about that how it contrasts. But yeah. again, when you again when you have a friendship, it's, it's, it's to to <laughs> yeah. When you have uh, when you have a friendship, it's reasonable to say, look, it's a give and take. I don't want to be the one who's only. But also, we do see someone who's only a taker is a darkness. It's an angel. Someone who's only a giver is like a king. And Tosh my yes, Ralph came. Oh my, Rabbi. Ask a question. Uh, all right. And, well, I'll to give you the English because it's much easier for me. Uh, these netherim are circumstances are beyond one's control, like if the river flows or yeah. if the person is sick. But then what happens if somebody takes a nazir neder and then it becomes a nazir? Yeah. And suddenly, let's say, he's, um, somebody passes away in his family and he's with a dead person. 
So that's beyond no, look, his if control. it happened beyond his control, <laughs> he still has to re- I think he still has to restart again. Yeah, yeah, so. but Chad doesn't we'll say... See, have to see in, we'll have to see in Azuris. Page 27. But no, I'm saying we'll have to wait till we get to Nazir. Oh, is it disgusting, Nazir? Yeah, I think so. I guess, I yeah, I don't remember. But, um, yeah. Toshma. you understand my question? Would he have to take the Nazir then? Okay, so yeah. next time I don't come to your house. Yeah. Um, the Nazir beyond your control is irrelevant. You've got to start again. Counting 30 days from day yeah, one. Yeah, so I'm not sure how it fits in with this. ‫ואז <laughs> And I'll, the big chiddush he's saying is that he's saying I take a neder, I will not get benefit from you if you don't come for lunch. Um, it's a good neder. Um, well, well, above we said, you know, that's very reasonable. I don't want to be the taker. I don't want to be always receiving. So if you don't come for lunch, I'm going to take this neder against you, getting benefit from our property, oh, or me, sorry, me getting benefit from you because I don't want to be the taker. And now Reb Lesben Yaakov is coming along and saying, no, that's still Nidre Zeruzin. But we see very clearly how we learned about that answer doesn't really work. Reb Lesben Yaakov holds, even though that is fairly reasonable, it's still considered a Nidre Zeruzin. My love, so it must be that the sages don't agree with him. Again, because above we said that that would be a good error. So he says, look, So, yeah, sorry. Nidre is rusin, Vlohodulo Chachomim. Must be that it's a Nidre is rusin, and Chachomim don't agree with him. He says, No, my law, Hodulo Chachomim. No, what do you mean when he says that the sages didn't agree to him? Love, Afilubo Kamais. Is that not even going on the first point? The Mishnah. Again, this was a whole question. Do the rabbis agree to Rebelezer and Yaakov in the Mishnah? So now we just brought again a Brisa where it says, and the sages don't agree to him. So you say it must be across the board. In the whole discussion of Nidre Zuzin, the sages don't agree to this point of Rebelezim and Yaakov. We see very clearly that the Rabbonin do argue on him. Interesting, in our Gears it's not so clear why they argue on him, because as I just pointed out, this is quite a novel point. This is even where it's reasonable to say, I don't want to be the dog in the relationship. Rebelezim and Yaakov says it's still Nidre Zuzin. And Al Brisa came along and said, and the Chachom don't agree with him. So maybe here they don't agree with him, but in the Mishnah, where it's just a regular invitation, maybe there he would agree. So he says, no, we don't. So says, my Havialah, so what's the halacha at the end of the day? He says, And so too, so we have all these sages saying the halacha is like Rebeleza ben Yaakov. So I guess we can add this to our list of Kavan, his teachings of Kavanaki, and how, but it comes out very um, and interestingly. Any time that the neder is not, again, almost apparently just to pressurize the person into, again, receiving the gift, accepting the invitation, and it's normal for people to speak in a way and say, Promise me you'll come for lunch. Or, if you don't come for lunch, I'm never inviting you again. If you can't, you know, I've invited you three times, you don't come for lunch, I'm never inviting you again. 
And those are all Nidre's Ruzin, and there would not be a binding Nedr that when he doesn't come for lunch, he's not banned from his property, can invite him for lunch again. Okay, cheers, have a good Shabbos. Um, let's just do another few lines. We'll start the new Mishnah. So Nidre Havai, the second category, the second category of the Dorin that... Uh, that we said the net it doesn't even take effect on the dorim of exaggeration. It says Omar, so what's a, what's an example of a net of exaggeration? Omar koinaim, I take a net in loyro isi bederich hazek oilem yitraim im loy. If I don't see, if I didn't see on my journey as many people as left Egypt. Now we know when he says you can't believe the traffic. It was like there were as many people, a million cars. It was as if it was as if it was as many people as left Mitzrayim. Now that's the way people speak. It definitely doesn't mean there were literally 600,000 people on the road walking. You know, you could you can't believe how many people I saw walking to Shulon Shabbos. As many as I think, definitely were 600,000 people walking to Shulon Shabbos. What does he mean? He means a very lot, and it's the way that people speak to say like that. Like he's saying, we often just use the term a million people. What are you saying? You know, there's a um, but they use the term, which is not unreasonable, not very, it's not too unlikely that that term, um, as many as people left. And what, what's he saying? He's enforcing, he's basically saying, I'm taking a neder that there were so many people on my way to Shul. And that is what he's saying. And that's a valid, that's valid. So what's he done? Uh, it's, it's fine. And another example is, now, now the, the, yeah, the, the right points out, if you notice, that's a normal case of how we would look at exaggeration. And you say things uh, the cars. I, 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 I tried out that new car and I take a nether that it's as fast as an aeroplane. I'm not saying it's fast. I'm saying it's very fast. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I take a nether, I could eat a horse. Or I take a nether, I ate like a horse. You know, you're not saying, you're not saying you literally ate X amount of food. You're saying I ate a lot. And everyone knows that's what you mean. And therefore, again, what's your nether? Nether is, I take a nether that I ate a lot. Again, you're using the phrase, like a horse, or as much, you know, using that phrase, but all you're really just saying, I take a nether, I ate a lot. Which is true, you did eat a lot. So that's... Uh, yeah, but young, is it a bit young. Is it a... What's it? I'll buy him a farm in Elos Street. Do you remember that? What's that? I'll buy him a farm in Elos Street. Oh. He does such and such, I'll buy him a farm in Elos Street. And in another common one is, is it enough food to feed an army? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, ten people for lunch and there's a bit of leftover. You said there's enough food to feed an army. Like, uh, I take a nether, there was enough food. I, saw, I, saw, I went to that uh, broth and I take a nether, there was enough food to feed an army. So he says, uh, and then the second type was, he says, Im sabat. I take a nether if I see a snake like the beam of the olive press. Now this is quite interesting because what, it, what it's referring to, it's most focus, the Gomorrah discusses it later, but basically what it means, the beams of the olive press were ridged. So he's saying, I take an arrow, I saw a snake with the ridged back like the olive press, which is nonsense. There are no snakes which have ridged backs. So he's basically talking nonsense, but very obviously. So that's another exaggeration. He says, I take an arrow, and I saw a snake like that. Um, so those are two. Tana Nidra by Mutari. The Tana, we learned in the Raisa Nidra by Mutari. Shuas Havai. Now our text is Asurin, but the Rans first text is also Mutarin. If you take what happens if you take a Shuas Now that's interesting if you try to take it fit it in. Someone says, I swear I saw as many people as left Egypt. Okay, that fits very well. Just as a sh- as that doesn't work, so too. So just as by Neder it takes it doesn't take effect, so too by the Shur. Okay, and he's using the Shur to emphasize. You hear people say that all the time. 
I swear there were, it was, uh, I swear there were a hundred people, a million people at show. I swear there was enough food to, uh, again, he's just saying it to strengthen his uh, line of uh, thinking. What's the case of Shua? But the other cases are a bit difficult because then it's a false Shua. I swear I saw a snake that had a ridged back. You, that's a false Shua now. So it's a little bit more difficult the second way in fitting with this Girsa. But uh, let's, let's leave that on the back burner. Just keep in mind that's, again, Shua's Havai could be, many have the gears to that. It's Mutarim. What's an example of Shua's Havai? Okay, if he says, I take a Shua, so as many people as left Mishraim, well, he's not saying anything, as we pointed out. Um, by saying, if I, anytime you say, if I take a Shua, there's nothing special about what you're saying. Because, I mean, that's what we've been doing for the last, uh, what, how many weeks have we been doing this? Three, four weeks. We've been learning the Torah and saying, if someone takes an error, if I take a shvur. So anytime you start a shvur with if, obviously it doesn't take effect. So Omar Abai Abai says, the Omar Shvur Sheher Roisi, so it must be, I take a shvur that I did, I take a shvur that I saw. Now, the problem is, um, he's confirming what he said. So you might have said, it's a false shvur, a shvur of... I take a shua, I saw as many people as left me try it. Again, not, sounds like a false shua. He definitely did not see as many people. And therefore, it's uh, a bias saying that what he's coming to teach us is that the shua, it's not considered a false shua. It's the way of speaking. Even though he said as many people as uh, that, it's not effect. Firstly, what is he coming to say? It's so obvious. Okay, the person says, I swear there was enough food to feed an army. It's not novelty in that. He means there was a lot of food, and that's what his shua is, so it's not a false shua. It has to contrast with the neder. Um, so, uh, and especially with the case of the nidra, the snake with the ridged back, how does it contrast with the neder? You take a neder that I saw a snake with that, you've done nothing. But you take a shua that you saw, a, it's a false shua, that you saw a snake with the ridged back, that's a false shua. So, yes, the fruit of the world should be also to me. If I did not see um, on this journey, on, on my travels, a snake um, in as many people as left Egypt. So then again, then the Nerer works very, the Shvur is contrasting with the Nerer. Again, yeah, I should have explained, even on the Mishnah, they explained, Nidra Havai, take a Nerer, that all fruit becomes also to me if. And that's what he's saying here, and that's how Rob is explaining the Mishnah. Um, so the Nerer and the Shvur correspond. Okay, and then you have the question, which gives to, do we say that it even takes effect by Shvur, or are we stricter by Shvur? Again, it's based on the Gears, are we stricter by Shvur, and say that it doesn't take effect? Okay, we'll leave it there for today. Have a very good Shabbos.